What is up, everybody? It is Joey Morales and Hellblazer. We are here for the season finale of Open Mic Conversations. The season two finale. Yeah. I, had to, I had to get into that, Joey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. My boy had a lunch for me, but nah, we're right. here. It's season finale, baby. We yeah, here. Yeah, man. It's crazy that we're on season two already. We're finished season two now. We're going into season three soon, bruh. That's so crazy. Mm. But uh, yeah, the season two finale, y'all. Uh, we are very excited to uh, get into these topics. Um, but that's that's enough for me for the intro. I'll let Hellblazer get into his spiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Steph. Uh, what was I gonna say, man? You know, you y'all already know who it is. Y'all know what it is. Uh, Dream Boy Beats World uh, everywhere. Uh, but other than that. It's season two finale. Thank y'all for rocking with us. If you've been rocking with us, if you even gave us one lesson, you know, we wish you all more peace, more blessing, more prosperity, all of that, you feel me? And more life. Uh, shout out to my homeboy. Shout out to my homeboy, Dylan. It's his birthday today. Uh, hey, shout out Dylan. Happy birthday. Shout out to my homeboy, Dylan. And yeah, shout out to the homie, Argina. It's also her birthday today. So I just want to get those out the way real quick before I do my little thing. And like we always do, it's only right. If we gonna finish strong, we gotta see where that mental at first. So what's yeah, up, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm good. Uh, had another busy week. Uh, work was. I had a lot of overtime at work, man. I'm not gonna cap. Like it was beating my ass, but like we still here. Mm-hmm. We still walking. We still going strong. Uh, nothing's gonna knock me over, bro. So I just, I'm yes, a strong sir. black man right now. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> Um, yes, sir. Still doing art. I did a painting of the Spider Verse uh, cover on the Instagram page. Uh, go peep that if you haven't. Yeah. Uh, still working no, on some uh, new stuff for yeah, yeah, yeah. Still working on some new stuff for uh, my personal catalog. Um, listening to good music and yeah, just happy that we're end- and we're at the end of season two. So I'm I'm in a good place right now. How are, yeah, how are you? Sir. How are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm chilling right now. To be honest, bro. I'm kind of in a space where so I'm I'm chilling right now. Like I'm kind of drained from putting out as much content as I've been doing for like oh oh I'm putting out a lot of content bro for like past month and a half. I feel that, bro. Uh, between this and like everything else, so I haven't like I haven't felt the need. I haven't like posted up anything in like two days or anything like that. Like no type of content, which is weird because like I'm still in the first week of like promoting, so I'm kind of like. I should be doing something, but I was also like, bro, I can't. I need like two seconds where I'm not thinking about like, oh, I gotta get this in for the for the algorithm. I gotta get this in for the thing. And so I'm starting to get back in that mode. I'm starting to get back uh, working on some content or whatever. I'm starting to work on content ideas for us, content for me personally. Uh, like I said, Spring Boy was bro. That's all. That's all. If you don't take anything from this stream. Go stream Boy Meets World on Spotify, Apple Music, yes, whatever you use. It is on all platforms. Go stream it right now. Yes, sir. And so I'm proud of how that's going for real, for real. And uh, with that, oh, I just had a really, really dope write up come out about me today. Uh, shout out to the homies over at NTViews. And uh, yeah, me and uh, Joey met them at the Logic Show like last Thursday. And then they did a real dope write up about me. And I had people hit me throughout the day talking about some. I've never, I've never seen you get this, like, introspective, introspective about, like, like, about, like, like your work. work. And I was, I was like, like, well, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, I just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I've had people, like, I've had people hit me talking about some, I've had people hit me talking about some, uh, 
I didn't know you used to box. I've had people hear me talking about stuff. I didn't know you were bi. Like, it was a lot of things. How do they not, bruh, where have they been? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's, it's super, uh, it's super cool, but it's super, it's super cool, but it's also like, that's <laughs> funny knowing that that's what people like took away. Uh, oh, yeah. I think my whole goal for the rest of like 2023 is to just be incredibly more transparent and open because I think the biggest thing is like, if you're in my circle, like I I don't really wear a lot on my sleeve. Like you gonna know like a lot, but I think the biggest thing is that people, the more people find out about me and the more people like what I do, they're trying to attach themselves to an idea of myself and attach themselves to the brand. So in order for that, I have to be a little bit more open and I've been putting a little bit, too, I've been putting a lot a little i've been putting a lot close to the vest just because that's how i came up now it's time for me to like share that with folks a little bit more so i'm trying to uh be a little bit more open with everything i do for real for real um but other than that man it's been a good week i'm chilling i'm living a lot of i'm cranking a lot of good music this week so you know let's just jump right on into it man let's get into the rotation recap mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. my boy jokey alex what's been your rotation my man all right bet so i've been listening to this song called not gonna be able to do it by double uh double two x posse i don't know if i'm saying that right mm -hmm. but uh you know that song i'm talking about yeah okay yeah Bro, I heard that joint on an Instagram reel, and I was like, hold on. This is actually kind of tough. So I, I tapped into them, and that's, like, their biggest song. They're, like, a group from the 90s that was uh, making music, but, like, that was, like, the only song that, like, really blew them up. They had a couple albums out, but uh, that was, like, their main thing. And I listened to that song, like, a couple of times throughout the week, and I was like, dang, this show is actually so crank. Um, Let's see. Game Breaker by Domo Genesis featuring Earl Sweatshirt. Uh, That's a pretty good song. Ritual by AZ. I tapped back into that. I listened to a bunch of stuff okay. that I was listening to in 2018, which is shh, shh, we, we're going to be quiet about that for a little bit. We're going to be quiet about that for a little bit. It's going to play into the episode later. But uh, I've been going a little deep dive. I was listening to uh, Met Gala from uh, Gucci Mane. I was listening to a little bit of Juice World, uh, some Travis, just like stuff that like, came out in 2018, just in that, in that realm of music. Um, been cranking the Spider-Verse soundtrack, uh, just naturally. I feel like it's just becoming like an everyday thing where it's just like, oh yeah, this is just in the background, you know what I'm saying? Just like in my everyday life, just feeling normal to be listening to that. Um, I've been tapping back in with Baldy James, I listened to, uh, Bo Jackson, specifically, uh, Fake Flowers and, uh, First 48 Freestyle. I think those are my two favorites off that album. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, just the stuff that we're going to be reviewing now, but I, I won't talk about it just yet. But yeah, that's just what's been in my rotation recently. So uh, yeah, it's, it's been good music, and I cannot complain. All right, so for me, Six Summers by Anderson Pack. That's been on repeat like crazy. Uh, off of Oxnard. What was I gonna say? Yeah, I've really been speaking of Anderson Pack. Uh, literally, I was just playing Malibu, the vinyl I have. So that's I've been listening to that a lot recently. Uh, J Rock's Redemption. It's the five year anniversary. Uh, came out twenty eighteen. So I've been uh cranking that. Block. No, 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 it was yesterday. Oh, okay. That's so I was crank. I was cranking that like all yesterday for for. Um, and then I also played a lot of Detroit too. 
been listening to a lot of Coco Jones as well on my R&B tip. So, you know, Coco Mike stay on. So, love that. Oh, Other Side by C. Castro. Uh, we heard it live last week. It finally came out this week. It's been in rotation for show for show. Bro, Castro's and, performance, not to cut you off, sorry. Castro's but, performance really impressed me from that show, man. That was, like, I knew everyone else was, like, going to be rapping, like, Logic and uh, Fat Show and everybody. But, like, when Castro got mm-hmm. on stage and, like, he killed that joint, I was like, do your shit, cousin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was just dope seeing, like, because he has such a meticulous full pattern sometimes in the pockets that he gets into. So it was just dope seeing him actually do that. And when you could, and the fact that he didn't have a backing track for real, for real, like, the backing track was mostly ad libs. I was like, oh, oh man, ready. That yeah, was what was dope. Really good performance. Yeah, speaking of uh, Fatro, that Nightmare on E Street 2 has been in my rotation. Art. Like that, elite, love you right, ambition, finsta. Like the tape is hard. Uh, tape is hard. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, but yeah, just yeah, just a lot of Fetro. And then other than that, just the normal stuff that I'm always cranking. Like Mac is always in my rotation. IDK is always in my rotation. Uh, forty proof, ninety. No, 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 no. Sorry, not forty proof. Ninety proof. By nice. Smino and J. Cole. That's, That's also, also been in my rotation heavy this week. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. But nah, man. And then, of course, of course, one of my, I'm like, one of the singles off of, uh, some, off the joint we about to get into right now, Texas Boy. Heavy Metal has been in my rotation a lot this week to prep for this album, uh, and to prep for this review for real. So we just gonna hop right into it. Texas Boy from Double M, from the Double MOG. My guys, it dropped today. Wait, stop everything, stop everything, stop everything, stop the podcast. We have to stop it right now. Do you know why it's the fan? Do you know why we have to stop? Why do we have to stop it? Because we met Mike Dimes. Oh man, we have to hold on. We have to keep making that joke. Yeah, we have. Oh my god, we met him literally over a year ago, and we've been able to keep that joke going, which is very funny. But. No, no, no. So, yeah, Mike Dodds finally dropped his uh, album, Texas Boy. It's really, like, I don't want to get in. I don't, don't want to dive right in for real, for real. But, so, you know, why don't you just give me your initial thoughts, man? Um, This is a solid project from him. I think this is the first project I've listened to, like, just all the way through. Like, I've heard, like, mm-hmm. singles from him. And, like, I'm like, aware of, like, how, like, albums sound. Because, like, I've heard, like, all the songs off of it. But like, this is the first album I've gone to, like, just from like start to finish, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh I enjoyed this. This was cool. Um I feel like there were a little bit of pockets where I feel like he could have done a little bit better. But there were definitely some stars uh star studded tracks on this joint. So uh yeah, it was it was a good listen. It was a good listen. Oh no, the feature list was heavy. The the features the feature list was heavy and the feature list was dope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nah, I definitely uh see what you're saying. So first off um, I will say this is the most entertaining album listen I've had all year. At first, uh, yeah, like at first it was Katramine because that joint had me in a vibe. Like I, I love, I absolutely love listening to this album. Now let me, let me, let me distinguish this. I say listening experience, not saying that it's the best album I've listened to all year. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just wanting that distinct. I just want to make that distinction for folks. Um. You said it was the most entertaining. That doesn't mean it's the best. Exactly. It was the most entertaining uh, album listening experience I've had all year. Because just the way the production 
every time I hear one of those samples and like one of the biggest strengths of this project is also one of its biggest drawbacks. The fact that um, over the course of the album, you come to expect what his production is going to sound like. It's going to have some dope samples and then of course going to have that bass 808s and it's just going to sound like subwoofers and slabs, which of course he Texas is supposed to. Yeah, but like the Texas influence in this genre was like very apparent. So that was cool. Hey, shout, shout out to OG Ron C. Shout out to OG Nah, Ron the start, C. bro. I was like, bro, this nigga's voice is going crazy right now. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, nah, the sound effects, insane. too, when he was pouring whatever he was pouring into his cup, bro, I was like, this is crisp as <laughs> hell, dude. I was like, what the hell? Oh my god, I think I think we know he was pouring that Texas tea. Like that's that's what I'm thinking. Personally, hey, we, we ain't gotta get into specifics now. We ain't gotta get into specifics. It's just whatever he was pouring. Right. In let me not let me not blow up nobody's spot. But uh, yeah, so but yeah, no, nah, I really uh, I think it has a whiskey and weed is a really really good start, bro. That is a really dope start. Uh, it was cool. It set the tone for everything. It was just like, yeah. fuck all you niggas, bro. I'm about this paper and about my money, and that's it. I don't give a fuck about nobody else. Exactly. Uh, and then literally just the first, I will say, the sequencing of these tracks is really, really good because they flow into each other really, really well. Going yeah. from whiskey and weed to karma. Karma? If you wait, are, wait, wait, okay. before we get into karma, what did you think of the beat switch on a uh, whiskey and weed? Mm. Mm. You liked it? Okay, I did. I did. It was one of those things where I was. It was one of those things where, again, over the course of this, I could. I wish someone was in the room with me while I was listening to this album for the first time. So I would think it came up how many times. I don't even, like. I don't have lots or nothing, but I was headbanging like crazy. I really <laughs> wish that someone had been in the room so I could. Like, mm. I was. Going crazy. When, when that, that switch, switch happened, happened, I was like, like oh, also oh, this one we are. Uh, it was cool because like I was banging my head too when it first started, but then when the beat switch came, I was just kind of like, why did you switch the vibe that drastically, bruh? Like it was cool. <laughs> and like I I don't know. I just feel like it was such a drastic change in like vibe that like it would I don't know. I, it's not that I didn't I didn't fuck with it. It was just like a Damn. Okay, I can. I'll, I'll respect your artistic decision, but like, I don't know if I would have done that myself. You know what I'm saying? I think. Uh, I think it was just the thing where he's like, kind of showing that like he can get, which is very funny because I don't think he showed that much on the rest of the album. But I think it was just him showing that he could get into different pockets production wise. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, very ironic because I don't think that there was that much of a different production style over the course of this whole album for real, for real but, but that, that doesn't, doesn't mean i did not like it, it. um i actually very much enjoyed this project like mm-hmm. so much so that whenever we end up doing this mid-year recap i can certainly say that this is going to be on it in some way shape or form um yeah no i really really enjoyed this I, I, bro i really really enjoyed this album um which is funny because literally uh shout out to the homie beef belts shout out to brandon uh i was having a conversation with him maybe like Two or three hours before the album dropped, and he was asking me like what my top five albums of the year were, and I was like, honestly, bro, I have no idea because like a lot of the albums that like I overall like really love, um, have not necessarily been like rap focused for for like I've been so like I think we've talked about this before. Um, and I, speaking of which, like I know that we're diverting from the actual review itself, but I do want to say to everyone who's making these little think pieces or talking about the fact that uh. 
there hasn't been a single number one album or song uh, to hit the Billboard 100 from hip hop in 30 years. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Oh my God. I'm so tired of it. I've been seeing it this whole week. Like, I swear to you. It's so stupid because I know exactly. Because, like, we all know that, like, none of the heavy hitters from the genre have actually, like, dropped this year. Like, so. Like, none of the people who. Like, none of the people who would have had that number one spot overall have dropped to begin with. So, why are you making a big deal about it? Like,. Yeah, so 2023 has been good, but there's still a lot more to come, bro. So, like, just be patient for real. Like, we still have more coming. Exactly. Like, so that's what annoyed, that's what annoyed me this week. Uh, looking when I look at like all the I don't even want to say all the wannabe journalists, commentators, stuff like that. Uh, the <laughs> Call them out my name. You won't do it. Call them out by name. Say they bitches. I. <laughs> No, but uh, shout out to, I will say, shout out to Pablo.com and shout out to J.gov. Shout out to J. No, not J.gov. Shout out to J. Shout out to Slater. Shout out to Slater. They actually had some really dope videos talking about the topic and actually understood what was going on because I really do think that it's exaggerated the way how people want to make it seem. The original article, whoever made the original article, I think it came from Billboard or something like that themselves. Very stupid. My own personal feelings. But. Whatever. Um, getting back to the actual, getting back to the actual, uh, project review. What did you think of uh, Karma? Well, yeah, we'll go, we'll go back into the track list now. Karma is exactly what I call get back music. Karma is like if you have ever had your heart broke and you try to get back right, Karma is for you, bro. It was petty as fuck, bro. Like when he started that, bro. When he said, "I'm trying to." I'm trying to cut you off from your friends. I was like, bruh, that is some deep hurt right there. <laughs> Look, this is for when you gotta get your lick back. This that is, is, exactly that is some targeted pain right there, bro. It's like, I'm gonna make your friends hate you. Oh my god. You're not gonna have anyone. And the thing is, I, like, we've all been in that place. We've all, we all understand those feelings. So, I can't even be mad at it. I don't know if I've been that deep, bro, but I've definitely been in a place where it's just like, fuck you. Like, I don't I never been in a place where it's like I'm gonna fuck up your relationships with other people, but <laughs> I, def- I definitely understand where he's said, coming from, though. This man said, "10k what I spent to get over a thought, flexing in pictures I knew that you saw. Hope this loops in your head when you think of your boy. Absolutely. This is the definition of I pray for your downfall. Literally, bro. That's like just fuck you and everything you love. Is I don't want anything to do with you, and I hope you die. <laughs> exactly." And so, oh my God, I want to play every game just to get to your heart, and I win me a token of flow. Like it's some de- devious lines in here. Devious, that is that is the best way to say it, bro. But uh, I really, I really did like this. I really did like this track. Um, there are some bars in here. Why do I keep taking L? But the L that I needed some love. That's <laughs> oh my god I'm... no it's crazy because like on the second verse he was getting into that like bro i literally could have given you everything what the fuck is wrong with you i hate you so much why could you do this and it was just like dang bro it was yeah. crazy it was crazy man but like yeah that whole song just as a whole i was just petty absolutely it's so petty it's so 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 petty, which I really really love. Uh, honestly, I, I, 
I loved it. And I think, oh my God, I thought it was just incredibly funny, honestly, and incredibly honest sometimes, because sometimes you don't yeah. want to take the high road. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It definitely serves that purpose where it's like, this is for the niggas that are like, like you said, you just want to get your lick back for reg- just, just real fast. Just, just not going to put no, no much time into it, bro. Just, just real, just real quick. Just get it back and then be done. Hey, shout out to Lil Durk. Uh, this track is more so the definition of almost healed than I thought. Yo, <laughs> shout out to Lil Durk review. Peep the last episode we did. Yeah, peep the last episode yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but nah. Um, now nah, we gotta go into Arsenal, bro. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. That was some crank, bro. I need that in a pit. Now I need it, bro. Oh, no, for sure. I need to be in the pit. I need to be in the pit when this goes off. Because first of all, I will say that I I've been saying this for a while that there are three uh people for feature of the year candidates for me. Backtrail on Gatorsburg Freestyle, Denzel on Goaded, and Corday on Beetleborgs. Those were the three I've always said that like for this year, those are my three in rotation right now. For sure. those are the three in rotation. But Oh my god, I think Denzel may have beaten himself on Goaded with this verse. No. Oh, just the Denzel way he been came on a feature on this year, Brett, and I just, I have to respect it, because this feature was insane. Absolutely, like, it's so, so dope. When he came in, bro, he was like, I smell, bitch! I was like, yo, we're going crazy! Oh my god! Bro, like, they just bounced off of each other so well in this song like the energy was insanely dope and the guitar solo the guitar solo throughout the track and especially at the end bro oh my god that was peak jesus christ that was really good oh my god the instrumentation on this was so 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 dope um but nah for, uh, if we gonna dig in let's dig in we gotta dig into the yeah dig into the bars oh my god because like <laughs> Oh man, my man Mike said, I ain't talking for free. Whip it up, Benny Crocker. I'll be tripping for sense. They be tripping for boppers. Like, it's a very simple lines, but like the way he delivered them was just so sharp for me. Like, that's the thing. I really love his delivery. Yeah. Sharp is a good way to describe it. Yeah. I feel like his voice, like, just cuts through the beat, and you can just be like, yeah, this is this. It matches it so well. Hey. <laughs> My man, my man Denzel said, "Y'all sick on some sickle cell." Oh my god! Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, money like a mob boss. Call me Zel Chapo. That's Zel Chapo. Like, that mean, uh, Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> my man said, "Now the ops dead like Apollo versus Drago." That was I, I'm, that I'm a Rocky tough. fan, so that, that had me. Like, I was that was a war. That was tough. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, no, no I, honestly, I think that the flow Denzel brought, like, they bounce off each other really, really well. <laughs> they matched the energy. Like, the energy was, like, they were on the exact same level. And then the beat was there, too, so everything just, like, came together to create this this just beautiful song here. All right, so well, I don't know question. if I could say it's beautiful. It was some crank. I'll, I'll, it was no, some crank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crank. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, random, 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 random question. question. Uh, what's, what's a better collaboration? Because uh, after literally after this album played, the first song that uh played next was his home remix with JID. 
And who remembers, remembers how dope that was? Mm. So I was like, which is a better collaboration, Arsenal or, or the home remix? The home remix, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, because no, no, J.I.D. accidentally actually ran that track. Yeah. And I, I wasn't even a J.I.D. fan when he dropped that burn. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that joint was actually hard. So I, I got to go with the home remix. Even though this is yeah. very strong, this is very strong. And I feel like this would go harder, like, live. I think home is a better song just in general. So. Yeah, but nah, bro. Like this is insanely dope. That 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 song is whew, definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'm not trying to go all the way through because we definitely got a lot to because we definitely got a lot to talk about for for. But do you have anything to say on Countdown City or Undefeated? Because the next thing I want to talk about is Kiss and Tell. Yeah, uh, Countdown City. I was just kind of like, eh, it was there. It was cool. Uh, Undefeated was Texas vibes for sure. Um, I like the way the beat slowed down when he went to the beat switch with that John. That was really cool. And then uh, I thought the second half was really cool. Uh, I thought it was really hard. Uh, yeah, but those two, uh, they weren't like filler for me, but um, I feel like they weren't like standouts like I was talking about. I feel like it kind of just, it kind of like, it developed the album more, but it wasn't like something that I would come back to as often as other tracks. So, yeah. Exactly. Now, I think this is the most sonically dynamic track on the whole project, and that's uh, Kiss and Tell with Joe Kenji. I think that... Bro, uh, I'm not even going to cap. I thought that was Juice World. <laughs> I heard him, and I was like, this nigga got a Juice feature? And I was like, oh, wait, this is... Oh, damn. Oh, damn. And then I fell back, because I was like, damn, this nigga sounds just like Juice, bro. <laughs> that's wild, bro. Um, tell tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, 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 he did, he do, he do. <laughs> so, this is one of the singles that I dropped for this, and so, like, I've just been playing this uh, randomly. If you go to our Instagram page, and the, the first time I do rotation recap on that page, it's in it. Um, and so, like, I was like, this definitely feels better. Like, it was already a good standalone single, but it feels better in terms of the album for real, for real, because sonically again it's a nice it, it's distinct it has a distinct sound that separates itself from the rest of the uh album for real, which i can't say a lot of tracks on here have but again you can take that as a plus or a minus depending on how you feel about it um okay but no drum drum is on that feature verse he was going crazy i really really like uh i really he's one of the um I don't want to say newer because they're both newer dudes, but he's one of the let's say juice babies, uh, for lack of a better word. He is a that, juice clone, bro. I wouldn't even say he's a baby. Like that is just literally just juice reincarnated, bro. <laughs> yeah, I really, yeah, like I really, really like like uh, Alex. I'm assuming you haven't heard uh, that much from him, but his last full project, Useless Feelings. Oh, that was that. Oh my god. No, sorry, not useless feelings. Eat your heart out. Yeah. Great project from him. We gonna get you we gonna get you hip. <laughs> we gonna see. <laughs> we gonna get you hip. Me me and the fan. Me me and the listeners are gonna get you hip. Alright, man. Alright. Um What am I gonna say? Yeah, man, like I really, really mess with that feature a lot. I really like the song in and of itself. I think it fits better within the context of the album. Mm-hmm. And again, I think sonically, it's incredibly dynamic, and it definitely keeps the energy up, which had already been set throughout uh, 
the first half, but just kind of took it to a new level. What about you? Uh, I thought it was cool. I feel like I was really distracted by the fact that that wasn't Juice World, and I feel like I didn't appreciate the verse for as much as I could have because I was so like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't Juice World. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when when an artist sounds like someone else, it just kind of like it takes away from everything that they do, in my opinion. Where it's just like you're not like. Is he trying to emulate Juice? Like, was he like around him, or is he just like a random person that just happens to sound like him? I have no idea. As far as I know, I don't think that he has any connections to Juice. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe the listeners can let us know. Yeah, yeah. If you got the answers, yeah, let us know if you got if you know about that. But yeah, I just I feel like it kind of took away from it for me because I was just so focused on the fact that he sounded exactly like him. So I don't think I appreciated uh, his contribution to the album as much as I could have. But, uh, yeah, the song as a whole was cool. Uh, I feel like it, it kind of added on to that little, like, Countdown City and Undefeated uh, trend for me where it was, like, it, it was, like, building up the album, but I don't think it was one of the tracks that, like, I personally would have came back to. So it was it was fine, and it, it like, added on to it. But, like, I want to really talk about... Uh, well, we can talk about Feeling Me, and then I'll get into the track I want to talk about next. No, no, no. Feeling Me uh, was really dope. I thought it was cool. Uh, for you, is the one that I think sets itself apart from the rest of the album the most, in my opinion. Like feeling me was. I think, wait, repeat that. Sorry. Feeling me. No, sorry. Feeling me is the one that I think sets itself apart in terms of content wise. Uh, from the rest of the album the most because that was the one where he was talking about how like super dope and love he is and everything like that. And he switched. Yeah. And yeah, that was the one where he switched up the. That's also the one where I think the production itself switches up really, really cool. Because, like, like, of course, we know that he loves his samples, but this one was just, like, straight boom back instead of, like, the yeah. typical subwoofers and bass type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, feeling me, I really, really liked because I never thought that I would hear, I, like, not, not that I never thought that I would hear Mike Dimes rapping about love, but this one actually felt really genuine and really introspective, and it was him talking about some. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I know I did you wrong, but I was young. I'm, I'm grown now. Like, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. So, like, can we get back to it? And so, it's the complete opposite of Karma for real. And they're on the exact same album. So, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's a it's a really nice uh, transformation there. Um, but that was really all I have to say about it. That's one of my, I'm not gonna lie, that's one of my favorites because, and I really like the fact that it's on here because of how different it is and it sets itself apart. Uh, what do you guys say about All For You? Seems like you got some thoughts. All For You is probably my favorite track off this jump. I'm not going to cap. Like, I feel like mm. that's where he like had a whole vibe switch, bro. Because I was like, I, that jump came, came on and I was like, damn, I kind of want to like stare at a window right now and just like think about life for real. Because like this jump is actually like hitting. <laughs> it was hitting in a different way, bro. Like the rest of the album, like you said, it was like harder. It was uh the more text production. But I feel like this was like on a chiller vibe. This was like just like a... Like I said, you just want to, like, think about your life, look out a window, just reminisce over different times in your life. Like, mm. I think it was the most distinct song here, and I feel like it, that's the one that stood out the most to me. So I was, like, I was really drawn to it, and I think that's my favorite track off this jump, so. Absolutely. And so, oh, my God. I kind of feel the same way. It definitely made me think a little bit more. It definitely... Uh, Oh, no, it just made me feel very, very, very... It was a super chill vibe, which I really appreciate, because, like, there's no... It, this album in and of itself really is a roller coaster because it starts off fine. <laughs> you get to this kind of, like, chill section where you're just kind of, like, rolling through it forever, and then once, so once this next track, Green, hits in, 
Oh my god, green it's going tough. crazy. Green. Yeah, uh, green was tough. First off, I heard Wiz getting the type of bag in a little while, bro. It's funny because the last time we talked about Wiz on this uh podcast, I think we basically trashed uh what whatever album it was. I think it was Multiverse or something like that. I forgot what it was called. I just know it was the one with he was like John and Chalk, and then he had like a bunch of bitches around him, and it was just. I was not messing with that show. I don't even think I finished that album. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, which is right. Yeah, it was multiverse. That was very funny. The fact that uh, that's a lot. And the fact, but no, it's nice to see Wiz get back in this bag for for a He felt like he really had a chip on his shoulder. I don't know he what it was about. Focused. Yeah, he felt just like, yeah. I'm here. Because it's a fucking song about weed. He was like, all right, time to lock in, y'all. We, we got to talk, talk about some marijuana. We're going to lock in. So <laughs> Not fair. He, he he was he was definitely in a different bag for sure. Yeah, and so also Hooklum, the difference in voices Bro, on the back half. Yeah, I was like, I, when I first came on, I was like, who the fuck is this nigga? And then he kept going, and I was like, why is this like working right now? Because like his feature wasn't even that long for real, but like his presence on mm-hmm. the track was felt, bruh. And I was like, damn, like you're you you kind of like you kind of doing a good job right now, bruh. <laughs> I really just thought Wiz was like smoking menthols in the studio and then yeah. <laughs> keep going. But then I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is dope. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is so great. You get into it. Yeah, for sure. I feel like everyone just kind of came together. Just like uh, with Denzel and uh, Dimes, they just came together to make a great track. Everyone just, everyone gets an A plus on the project type shit, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. If you want to talk about someone who got an A plus, hmm? huh. let's 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 talk about this hatchback, bro. Is Joey, your your the other Joey? Oh yeah, he did the other thing. Joey. Yeah, the other. Bond, <laughs> he did this thing. Yeah, I think he did his thing, but like. I don't know if I like him over this type of beat. You know what I'm saying? I feel like really? he like he did good and like he matched Dimes' energy, but like I just don't know if I want to hear like Joy Badass over this Texas type of beat. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it's not that it didn't mix well. I just don't think I enjoyed it as much as I could have. You know, the way I don't, I don't even think, think the production, production was re- like hmm. okay, no, the production was definitely super Texas, but. This felt like for everyone who didn't like Joey on the Revenge, which is an amazing track, by the way, I always say that. Um, he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna really show y'all. Y'all gonna like me on this joint." Like, and he just didn't land you. I mean, it was cool. I like the verse. I like the verse, and I respected the verse. I just feel like he didn't blend as well. Like Mike, Mike Dimes over the beat was just like butter, bro. Like he just was like he was meant to be there. It just sounded like he was in like his comfort zone, and it just it just worked. But with Joey, I felt like I was more just focused on like what he was saying and like his verse more than like how he blended in with the with the beat of the song. So, you know, what's very funny. Um, so, so Mike, when he first posted like all the credits for the album and everything, I I saw that. Uh, I saw the Powers Plus that was on there, which I'm a huge Powers Plus fan. Like, I love his production. That was really, really dope. But then I was very, very surprised when I got to this joint with Joey, which, you know, obviously everyone knows Joey Powers, Pro Era Connection. And to find out it was produced by Mike Zombie instead of Powers, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Powers actually produced uh, Countdown City instead. 
shout out Mike Zombie, though, because this was a really good beat. Um, but I think, honestly, I get where you're coming from. With I think Power should have at least done something on the production if he was going to get Joey on here, you know, just to make it feel a little bit more at home. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. But I do actually think that Joey went crazy on his verse. Yeah, <laughs> I even needed like his verse. Huh? Mm-hmm. No, I was just calling. Uh, I was just calling. He said they couldn't see me coming with binoculars, even if they did. Tell me who was stopping us. Like, yeah, that was that was tough. It's crazy because like when he when he started that bar, I was like, I know where this is going, and like I was like, I didn't know exactly what he was gonna say, but I was like, I know like the path they're going down, and then he went down the path, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My man says, sorry, officer. I'm a hood philosopher. Two, two, threes and the chopper opened all the chakras up. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, he, he went stupid, bro. He definitely, I really enjoyed that verse. I just, I feel like he could have been blended in a little bit better, but that's neither here nor there because the verse was fire. Oh my god. And then Stretch was cool. Um, Stretch was really, really dope. I really like Stretch, but honestly, honestly, yeah, it was really it was a cool track, but especially with the next two tracks that end off the project, I was like, yeah, bro. These these are shit. Uh, first off, Heavy Metal was like the first. I think Heavy Metal was the first single to drop from this project, uh, and that was on repeat for me for a while. That was on repeat for me for like two months. So as soon as this joint came out, I was like, oh, I'm active. We in here. <laughs> I was like, we like. No, it's um, crazy because like I don't want to completely disagree with you, but I'm gonna completely disagree mm-hmm. with you because I just oh when I got to heavy metal, bro, I didn't think it was very heavy and I didn't think it was very metal, and I just it was there <laughs> and it was cool, but like I just think it just continued the filler between hatchback and off the porch because once we got mm-hmm. to off the porch, that's when I was like, okay, yeah, now we're cranking because that was a single that I listened to before the project, and I was like, I'm already hip to this this jump, this joint, so crank because everyone, like I said, just all the features on this jump went crazy. So like, a plus for the project on everyone's part. But yeah, heavy metal, I really wasn't a fan of. Maybe I had to listen to it a couple more times, but like just when I first heard it, I was like, this is not like I thought this was going to be a lot like heavier and a lot more like metal. Since it's called heavy metal, but I just I just did not get that vibe at all. I, I get that. I get that. I will say though, um, off the porch, shout out Maxo, 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 bro. That's my nigga for real. Pause. <laughs> no lie, uh, I know he just dropped a song with BFB the Pac Man uh, today. I gotta check that out. Um, but yeah. That whole, the, first off, he said he go, he said we gonna start this album, Texas. We gonna end this album, Texas. We're off the porch, bro. Shout out to Big X the plug. I've been hearing about him for the past uh month, and I've never really tapped into uh his. I've never really tapped into his discography like that. But definitely after this feature, I'm gonna have to like because even when I heard this as a single, I was like, yeah, he doing his thing. Um. No, I like Dimes in this track, bro. I feel like he like really took the charge for this track. I was like, yeah, this. He was like, this is my song, nigga. Like, it was, it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I definitely get that. Uh, he was like, I'm the Texas boy. Yeah, it. I really, I really fuck with that jump. That jump was tough. Oh my god! All right. So I think we already talked about critiques as we went throughout the track list for real. My biggest critique is the fact that all the production uh, sounds the same, but that's a take that that's a take it as you will type of thing for real. For real. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I will say some of the mixing. Like, I think, honestly, that blend on Joey's speech that you were talking about uh, might just be a mixing thing. Because uh, I kind of get where Because I kind of understand where you're coming from there. But you got any critiques or do you just want to go straight into ratings? Uh, critiques? Um, I do think there was a little bit too much filler on here. I think he could have, like, trimmed this down just a little bit. But, um... Overall, I do think there are some bangers in this joint, and I really did enjoy this, like, listening experience, like you said. So, not too many critiques. I just feel like there were some songs that, like, I feel like he could have taken off, or, yeah, maybe had better mixing, like you said. But, yeah, overall, I think this is pretty cool, so. I will say, shout out to him, because this was a very smooth listening experience, bro. This is only 34 minutes, bro. Yeah. Like, very smooth. Like, I would... Thank you, because <laughs> when I knew all that we had to listen to today, huh? Like when I knew all that we had to listen to today, I was like, "Thank you that this is just in and out." We here, just give me thirty minutes of your time. I was looking at the track list times, and I was like, "Damn, we got an hour for this nigga." Damn, we got another hour for this nigga. But I was like, "Okay, thirty-four minutes, we cool. We cooling with this." Yeah. So shout out to everyone that sent the eighty. Shout out to Camp Billy. Shout out to Mike Guys. Like I said, I really don't have that many critiques other than just uh, the production. I, I, I really hope that because uh, In Diamonds was a really dope project. Uh, I really like the production on that. I really like the production on this. But I hope that whatever happens next after this, uh, he tries to throw in some more variation, tries to throw some more variety. And also, I'm not going to lie. I need some more type of jokes like feeling me. Give me some more vulnerability, my boy. Yeah, feeling me and all for you. I think those were definitely my like two highlights for this joint. Actually, well, all for you, feeling me, Arsenal, and then whiskey and weed and off the porch are probably my top five. But yeah, the first two, all for you and feeling me, those are definitely like highlights. So. All right, my top five. Give me Arsenal. Give me Kiss and Tell. Give me Karma. Give me Feeling Me. And then, oh my God, because there's so many good tracks on here. But shoot, give me Heavy Metal. Mm. Round out the five. Uh, and then Hatchback will be my honorable mention. Mm. But yeah, uh, in terms of ratings. This is gonna be a solid 8.9 for me, dog. I'm not gonna Sheesh, lie. Sheesh, you got this joint high. Good God. Yeah. I was gonna get this like a seven and a half for real, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Oh. Now you got me. Now you got me rethinking. But nah. No, no. I'll respect your 8.9, bro. I just think it's like a tad bit high. But if you if you want to mm-hmm. stick by that, I will respect I think, it. Yeah, like, no, I really do. And. Uh, you know me, like the easiest way to get to my to the easiest way to win my heart is to throw in some is to throw in some stuff for the pit. And there was definitely some material for the pit on this album. There was a lot for the pit, man. We we could definitely go crazy in that joint. I hope you know, Mike. If you come to the DMV, I will be there and I will be in the pit. <laughs> and hopefully, we get to meet you again. <laughs> oh no! Please, please. If you got meet and greets, let me know. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be there. Um, but yeah, what's, oh my god, what's that being said? Uh, seven point five. You got any last minute comments or anything on the album for for? Uh, Mike, I think you did a good job, but I think it's time we get into a different Mike. 
And then we're going to talk about uh, Killer. Killer Mike, I think it's time we get into that man and his album, uh, Michael, that he just dropped as on the same day that uh, Mike Dimes dropped. So, uh, yeah, let's get into that. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk about Michael. Because first <laughs> off, this has been one of my most anticipated uh, and one of my most, ex- like, it was so anticipated for me that I didn't even listen to the Andre 2000 feature until today. Like, Literally, bro. I was like, I'm gonna save this joke. When you texted me that, bro, oh my god, bro, my eyes lit up because I was like, bro, Killer Mike and Andre 3000 linking up again. Oh my god, we are getting Outcast vibes. We're going crazy right now. I was like, let's fucking go. Yeah, bro. And so, shout out to uh. Also, this is a really dope uh album for someone who hasn't had a solo album in over 10 years over 10 years it's been bro. over a decade since he had a solo album yeah rap music came out in 2012 bro so yeah mm-hmm. damn he's just been on that run the jewels vibe bro he's just been cooling with lp so he hasn't really had a reason mm-hmm. to uh, do a solo project but i'm, I'm glad he did i am glad he did <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i really really do and i, I at first okay so, so I was very, very, very surprised by the amount of features that are on here for someone who is literally known for being in a group. Or not known for being in a group, but for someone who like has spent the last decade being in a group and not having that time to like really shine solo wise. But after listening to the album, everyone on the every feature on here makes sense, but no one supersedes him in my opinion. No, it's it's very very much his project especially with yeah. how personal and how in-depth he got with his own life this is Thank his you. project yeah. and the people are just there to like <laughs> help him get the message out so exactly that's, that's a great way of putting it yeah. this is super his personality shines on here like it does through every song that he does so 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 much and again like you said it is an incredibly personal album it's incredibly like no one else could have made this by him in my opinion starting off with down by law <clears throat> Dude, yeah. Um, he was preaching on that um, shit, bro. He was he was talking to the niggas, man. He was like, "We gonna we gonna sure. set y'all straight, bro. We gonna get y'all minds right, and we gonna we gonna get y'all on the right path, bro." So, so I, I think, think the, the this has just been the year of good album intros because I think the last time we talked about the album intro that I really, really liked it was uh, Deontay Hitchcock when we did his review. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is. This is the year of just good. This is the year of just good album intros for me. Like, oh my god, this one starts off so strong. And CeeLo on those vocals. How many CeeLo's is Chico, bro? It literally is, bro. Because as soon as I saw his name on there, I was like, okay, we're going crazy. Like, regardless of whatever he does, bro. And then he just, he came in and I was just like, yeah, man. This nigga knows how to use his voice very well. And like, he just utilizes it in a way where it just benefits the track so much. Just so much. I'm so happy that we got I'm, I'm so, so happy, happy that, that we got, got some, some uh, Dungeon Family uh, reunions on here. I really, really am. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. Uh, speaking of which, go, not, not speaking of Dungeon Family, but just going down the track list for real, for real. Uh, going from Down by Law into uh, Shed Tears. I know I'm kind of running through this a little bit quick, but mm-hmm. it was so good to hear Mozzie's voice. Like, I know he's been dropping uh, singles and everything since he's been locked up or whatever, uh, but bro... Bro, like, like this, this one was just so so good. This, this was just such the perfect song to have him on. Yeah. Mm. I think this is one of the more personal tracks for sure. Just start talking about his experience yeah. with the uh, 
like taking responsibility for your actions, resisting sin, like just trying to stay, like mm-hmm. I said, like on the right path, like not trying to use drugs or anything like that. Uh, just being close to God and just not being a fucking fiend. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't want to say, say, yeah, like, like that, that was the one of the tracks on here that I related, related to, like, like super, super, super uh, heavy for real, for real. Not, not because, like, I'm, I'm not because, like, I'm out here wild. Let me not get that. Let me not get that. No, but out here wild, you know. But just off of the fact that, like, I understand, like, one of the things that, like, one of the things I always try to, like, lead my life with is the fact that, like, do the honorable thing. And so I think that's, like, the personification of that. I think, I feel like this is the song version of that. So I completely understood where he was, uh, on this joint. So, and then I'm not gonna lie, it did feel weird to go from such a personal, like, I'm out here trying to figure out how to. I'm out here trying to figure out how to, you know, stay on the righteous path and everything like that. To go from that into run. Yeah. Nah, but the new intro for run, because there was different from the single version. I fucking love this intro. I think uh, that was Dave Chappelle talking. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I I love the new intro. Really, really dope. I like the album version so much. Uh, It was really nice to hear Young Thug. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Which, speaking of which, do Young Thug in like five days. Uh, I'm not sure if y'all saw the timer. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, Young Thug is apparently like dropping from jail. That's gonna go crazy, bro. Holy shit. I'm, yeah, he posted I'm up some countdown timer on his story uh, on his uh, Instagram yesterday. Oh, I don't follow that man on Instagram. So, damn, that man, he said, y'all get ready. We drop, we drop him from the prison cell, bro. <laughs> That man said business as usual. I was like, oh, all right. Oh, that's crazy. That's tough. But um, getting back to the Killer Mike album, like it was really like run. It was okay. It was cool when it first came out because it's like, oh, it's the first solo like Killer Mike record in over a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, but. In the process of that, in, in the context of the whole album, this isn't saying it's bad, but it's definitely one of the weaker joints, in my opinion. I can respect weaker, that. Yeah, it's it's weaker, and the hook got a little bit annoying to me. But, but, I really love the verses, which is very weird to say. Uh, I don't know if the hook got annoying for me. I do think it is the weaker out of the two singles that we got because, um, Don't Let the Devil is some, we'll get into that later, but yeah, that, that joint is, that joint is, yeah, but, um, it's one of them, it's one of them ones, it's one of them ones, bro, but yeah, Run was, yeah, Run was cool when it was just the first single out and I was like, oh yeah, we're getting ready to get some new killer mic, that's fire, but then I think everything that came out prior to it i do think it kind of topped it so i understand where you're coming from when you're saying it's kind of one of the weaker tracks on the whole project i like the double i like uh going into the next track uh because i really don't think there's really all that much to talk about uh from other than the fact that i love the production but yeah the hook just got kind of annoying to me and uh young thug it was really young thug's verse fit so perfectly on there though i will say that like he was a really 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 dope um and rich i kind of like the uh play on words there with the title i really really do mm-hmm. but um 
I feel like this, this is where, like, the album actually, like, started, bruh. Because the first two, I feel like they were kind of, like, the intro, like, getting into it. And it was like, okay, this is going to be more of a personal album. He's going to be talking about his, like, life and his experiences. Mm-hmm. And then we had the single with Run. But then when we got to End Rich, I was just like, okay, yeah, now we're getting into, like, the meat of this shit. We're good now. Like, we're, we're getting yeah. into actual, like, he's spitting. Absolutely, bro. And I was just like, dang. You still, still talking, talking New Jack C. That's why I'm poor. I hope in Greenwood to show what we is. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, man. Oh my God. Like, like uh, in the chorus when he was talking about walk by faith, not by sight. And then, like, when he started his verse off, he was like, I'm I'm on my nigga shit right now. I'm not on that run the jewel shit right now, bro. And I was like, I respect it, bro. Talk, talk your shit, bro. You got it. <laughs> no, absolutely. And so, um, first off, I got to shout out Aaron Allen Kane on here because all of her contributions on this album were insane dope. <laughs> it's crazy. I was going to say the exact same thing, bro. I was going to say the exact same thing, like verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and also, like, here in black, I'm like, I, like, I'm going to lie. Like, I like, like, I like how black sounded on this. Don't get me wrong. But... I thought, I thought that Black, Black was going to try and go bar for bar with Killer Mike for a second. Like, like when I saw him on here, and I, heard, <laughs> and I saw Aaron, I'm like, okay, Aaron's going to handle the singing, and Black's going to get his head right. Nope. Nah, Black was more on a, on a chorus tip. And I th- I think I still liked his voice a lot, and I think his contribution was great. I really liked it. Um, I think he played it to the too. track really well. But if, if he tried to bar with Killer Mike, that would have been cool. I didn't even think about that. Because this man, bro, this man... <laughs> This is just, I think it's just a thing of like horrible timing and my expectations got a little bit, and then my expectations were a little bit higher than they should have been. Because I literally just finally watched the uh, LA Leakers freestyle with Black maybe like two, three days ago, and he went crazy. He went absolutely bananas. And so I was like, oh, he's going to put his pen to the test? But no, no. I do like the. I do like what he contributed though. Like he was in, he was out. He said, "Hey, I'm gonna say my piece." It was very poignant, and then he uh, kept it rolling. He was so, utilized very well for that song. So exactly. I think everybody here kind of played their role for real, for real. Um, I'm, yeah, everybody here very much played their role. Everyone on the album overall really, really played the role for real, for real. Yeah. I'm not gonna jump over. Uh, I'm not gonna jump over talking that shit. But slumber with jagged edge. I think that yeah. The storytelling on that shit, bro. Actually, that's not even the best storytelling song, but just like the uh paint the picture he's painting with like the vivid like this is like a teenage love that I was with and she got pregnant from another person and blah 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 and I still loved her. We was fucking and all that stuff. I was like, dang, bro. Like I. You can just you understand like, exactly what he's talking about here, and you can like see the relationship that they had together. I've never heard something like. I, here's the thing: I've never heard a story I know so personally because of what I've seen be told so well. I think is the best way to put it. Sheesh. Yeah. And so that was the one where I was. It's uh, especially when you get, first off, Jagged Edge is a cheat code. It is a cheat code to my R and B loving heart. Oh, I said, oh, oh my god! But now, let's. Uh, honestly, I feel like we're not jumping around necessarily, but I do. We do gotta take it back to talking that shit because that was a really good track. That was yeah. If we talk, the bracket he. he 
<laughs> the title was emphasized for sure. If you're talking braggadocio, he was on that. Bruh, I I have a note here as you said, Killer Mike is talking your shit point blank, period. <laughs> like that that's what I wrote and I was like, that's that's just what this the track is, bruh. Oh my god, I'm really that's, that's so, so 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 funny. And, and I think it's, it's definitely, definitely one of my favorite tracks. tracks. It's definitely def- def- bro, my man said I'm so underground, I move like Pimp C. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> It's so it, that was just on fire like hot on fire like hot boy juvie four hundred degrees. I was like, oh my god, this is so like talking my shit, bro. He was like, I'm that nigga for you, you a bitch. That's literally what he was talking about the whole time. This man said, "Don't forget who I am." No. Okay, well, since we already talked about summer, let's 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 get right into the track that everyone's probably waiting to hear our thoughts on. It's time. It's time. Scientists and engineers. Yeah, man, dude, this collaboration was amazing, bro. Oh my goodness, it's crazy because I was listening to it and I didn't know what song I was on. So when I heard Andre come in, I was like, "Ooh!" You know, I always reference this fucking clip. <laughs> When uh freaking um academics was just hitting the sicko mode for the first time when the drink came in, that's exactly how I felt because I was like, three stacks? Whoa, what, 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 what are we talking about right now? What are we talking about right now? And then I just bruh, the beat on this joint, future on this joint, three stacks on this joint, bruh. Oh my god, bruh, this track was so good. This track was so good. Oh this, is the, this is the, this is this so, is so um, it's nice. nice. It's, it's like that peak, mm. literally, literally the peak of the album for me. Like it was. Bruh. And then Mike's flow on this on the back half of this jump, bruh, bruh, he went in on this fucking song. I think this is the best flow he had on this entire project. Like I oh, think he dude. showed out for real, bruh. I feel, I feel like he definitely, definitely had to because you know it's three steps. Like, come on, he has to he has to get his ten right. Yeah. Oh my god. Um oh my god. Let's, I like how he was talking about how he's grown from like oh sorry not to cut you off. I like how he's uh, been going he's talking about how he's like traveling the world now instead of like serving and like how he's like grown in life and stuff like that it was like seeing that black growth man is, is good to hear and like you're good to talk about in tracks like this absolutely my man said communication coming in too much i can't communicate with all of them i was like oh oh Andre, start off like that i was like oh god yeah bro just just the way he just his cadence when he raps, bruh, and just like his voice, and just it's it's so good, bruh. It's just he's literally one of the best rappers of all time, one of the best artists of all time. And it's just it it just it's very apparent right here, bruh. Is this am I the only one that like like especially his cadence on this? The fact that he, I'm happy that you pointed out because it kind of reminded me of when he was on uh, Pink Matter for real. It kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, and that's like one of my favorite features from him. Uh, oh my god, my man said, hope I'm 80 when I get my second one. Small potatoes, all I ate before potato chips will come my corner of the operator right I pray you can connect me to a sip of sangria, Zambia, camera, cameo, hand me a handful of hips. Oh, like, oh my god. Bro, it's just, it's so effortless for him to be doing shit like this, bro. It's just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> bro. I hate that. I, I. I love when Andre blesses us, but I hate when he toys with us like this because he knows. He knows what we want. He knows what we want. <laughs> Just give us a full body of work. Yeah, bro. It's, it's been it's been a while. I kind of gave up on it. I'm not going to cap. Like, 
Well, I'm I just giving up on it, but I've been seeing that nigga just in the in the street with a flute, bro. I was like, okay, he's not putting out <laughs> any new music, bro. I was like, this nigga not it has any plans to do anything. Oh my god, that man's not doing that. That man, it's gonna be. Oh my god. I'm, I'm happy with the features we get, bro. I'm just thankful for those because we're still getting Andre 3000 in 2023, bro. So I, I can't really complain. That's fair. Also, I do want to shout out Future because it is very. very I'm not a Future fan at all. Everyone, you, uh, you have made this no. very apparent, bro. <laughs> oh, no, I have. I've made this very apparent on a lot of uh, episodes of this podcast. But the Future, congrats to you. He did his thing, bro. He did his I thing. gotta, I gotta give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. And again, Aaron Allen Kane, shout out to you, shout out to you. That's all I gotta say. Good job, Sony. Very good job. I cannot wait for your next project. Um. Oh my God. So I will say for uh, scientists and engineers, I really hope people uh appreciate this as much as they need to. Because yeah. I don't, I just, this is great and I understand it's great. But when I listened to it for the second and third time, I was just like, I can understand if people don't replay this as much as they should. But I'm going to, cause I, I, I see the freaking, the greatness in this track, but I just don't know if everyone else is going to be on the same level as us. You know what I'm saying? Cause we're like, we're tapped in with the culture and like we respect this type of work. But I, I just hope it gets their respected needs, bro. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm playing, playing this into the ground. ground. This- That's what I'm saying, bro. I just this, this I don't like that type of time right on here. Mm. Um, I really mess with two days. Uh, okay, first off, Ty Dolla Sign is a cheat code again. Ty Dolla Sign is a cheat code. He, and he is a is a feature cheat code. Um, feature cheat code for through, sure. I'm trying to run through this and be. I'm trying to run through this and be uh as concise as possible while still talking about these tracks. I don't have anything to say on two days other than the fact that it was really really good. Uh. Spaceship views. I was not expecting to hear currency on that type of beat, but shout out to Honorable C Note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had to re-listen to that track again though, because I completely missed Cash Page. I completely missed hearing her voice. Her ad libs were apparent. I think she had the same like vocal inflections as Travis when she was like Travis Scott when she was uh doing mm-hmm. the yeah, and I was like, is that fucking Travis? And then I was like, oh wait, he's not even on this song, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, nah. And so, I think the auto team was like the same or something. Sorry, what did you say? No, like having her on the outro and the chorus, just kind of like in a just for mostly ad libs. You could like I feel like you could have left her off, honestly. Like why even credit? Like not even because I was so hyped to get like because I really do like her voice. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to get like a refrain or something. You feel me? And inter- like I was hoping to get a refrain, a pre-chorus, something. But yeah, I thought she she had something to do with it on the the back half. I don't know exactly how much it was, but I think she did have a a, a small verse. I feel like she was like underutilized. It was kind of like the biggest thing. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, do you want to go? Two chains feature? Huh? I like two chains feature. But I do feel like I kind of mm. spaced out when it was on, because like he don't be talking about nothing. But <laughs> I thought it was. I still like anytime I hear his presence on the track. You know what I'm saying? Like when he's there, I just feel like the first listen. I was like, oh wait, I'm not even fucking listening to what he's saying. Right? I just fucking spaced the fuck out, and I re-listened to it again. 
But um Oh my god. Yeah. It's still cool. Yeah, it was still cool. Nice little uh, nice additions. Um Yeah, I don't have anything to say. Uh you want to talk about Exit 9? Because I really like the Blast on this. You, I like the I think this is the best storytelling track here. And then yeah, Blast Blast's feature was it I think it was it just blended in with the beat so well i was like you sound like you're perfect this beat was made for you bro that's what i felt like absolutely and so basically it's just him talking about all the dead homies and everything and that sounds like a so oversimplified way of breaking it down but that is what it is yeah. and him talking about everybody he's lost and everybody uh who he reminisces on i thought this was really i feel like this is one of those really really poignant tracks yeah for sure yeah, so like, I think this is like the best storytelling track here. I think he really gets in, like, into depth with his personal connections with these people and just like how they impacted him. So I really think it was it was a really good track, man. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, something for junkies. Oh, my God. When he said, um, thank you, Michael, for treating your junkie auntie like a human being. Dude. I- Something in it clicked. Something in it just clicked when he said that. Oh, really? Yeah, that was one. It was one of those. Um, I don't. It it was very, very, very. Again, I. It was it. It was just striking, bro. Like not from the sense of like, oh, this is going crazy, but from the sense of like, I feel like you can't listen to this and not like really just think about. Everything that's going on, especially in the climate that we're in now with everything. Yeah. There are like some actual like fiends out there, bro, but like they feel like they aren't loved or like they don't have anyone like to like care about them because they're just a junkie or like people just see them as, oh, this is another drug addict. Don't, no one fucking cares about them. They have no family, you know what I'm saying? But like, they're still people too. Mm-hmm. They just have like problems or like an addiction that they can't take care of. So it's, it's when they said that like Michael or Killer Mike still cared for. This his family member that was on drugs. It's like, dang, like that's that's an experience that people. Some people have the privilege of not having to deal with, bro. But some people they have to live with that every day. Where it's like I have to deal with a parent or a brother or sister that it has an addiction. I have to yeah. worry about them and what they're going to be doing on a day to day basis. So to hear that in a song was crazy. Yeah, in my opinion, it's the best storytelling song here. At least the one that. Uh... Really, really like hit me the most mm-hmm. or hit me the hardest for, for it's, it's the most emotionally charged song i'll say yeah maybe. for sure for sure uh, and then going from that into motherless i was like oh he just wants me to cry dude motherless i was just like bro please protect my mom bro please because like he was talking about how he lost his mother and his grandmother bro like that that i i'm not ready for that pain bro i am not yeah so uh it had me remember motherless i kind of connected with because uh, it had me reminiscent on how I lost my nana a couple of years ago, like in between quarantine. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. It was one of the things was like, every word he said, I felt like, oh my God, let me see if I can pull the lyrics up because I didn't put any notes down uh, for it. But it was just one of those ones where when he said, to keep it honest, I get depressed and be feeling scared. You see, I won't prepare and never will be to think about your death, Denise. Sometimes it kill me. Like, that's how I feel. That, it's one of those things. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely because the loss of oversight and the loss of protection is a feeling that 
is very normal, but never really talked about or prepared for, or never one that can be prepared for, if that makes any sense. Yeah, 100% does, yeah. And so I I respect and so I respect him for uh, talking about it on this. But yeah, it felt like like those two tracks, something for junkies in my list. It felt like he was just like pulling at my tear ducts. Yeah, back to back <laughs> like, oh, Exactly. But then we got "Don't Let the Devil," and I was like, oh, thank God, a break. A break for my emotions. <laughs> No, nah, the clo- the closing for this album, bro, with Don't Let the Devil and High and Holy, bro, I feel like that was the best way to close this album out because Don't Let yeah. the Devil, like, that's my favorite single from this joint. I was so excited when this joint came out. That was, like, the single that I was, that really stuck with me. I was listening to that just, like, on my everyday, like, day-to-day basis. I was like, bro, this is a very good song, especially with uh, LP being there. So we got that Run the Jewels vibe <laughs> without it. It was, like, Run the Jewels in the context of Michael. And it was like, bro, yeah, yeah. this is exactly this is this is what I wanted for this project, and it was very good. And uh, shout out, thank you, uh, good sir. I think that that's his. Yeah, thank you, good sir. Shout out that yeah, yeah. because he did his fucking thing on that beat, bro. Oh my goodness, absolutely. Uh, and then hi, holy. It, it's just such a. I, I, I say that Killer Mike's personality shines throughout this uh, album, and that's the most Killer Mike song ever. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally what he's about, bro. Just being high and close to God. And well, there there were any, there were any toxic politics here, but he was he he was yeah. This this was yeah. Michael. <laughs> this was Michael for sure. Yeah, I think this is the best chorus here. I think this is my most enjoyable chorus, like most memorable. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign had some really great contributions as well. Um, just the whole. I feel like this is a great closer for the album as well. I just feel like I really enjoyed it and it just kind of tied everything together with uh, what he was talking about and like just his experiences and just him being him. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was it was a really good way to close the album out. Yeah, definitely. That was just wild. What language was at the back half to close out? Was it I don't was it Haitian? I think so, but I'm gonna double check again. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to say that and just be like, no, you're completely wrong, but I, it, it sounded like it. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. But all, it, it definitely was a super dope switch up. And just really, really nice to see. And there's nothing on Genius. Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I, li- I liked it. It sounded good regardless of whatever <clears throat> language it was. Yeah. Um, no, for all the, oh, this gotta be a top five album of the year for me. It's it's gonna be, it's gonna be my, uh, mid-year list for sure, yeah. <clears throat> like, bro, this was so, so good. Yeah. What were your top five? Oh, my top five over here. Number one, give me scientists and engineers. Easily. Easily. Give me scientists and engineers. Give me down by law. Give me exit nine. Give me don't let the devil and give me slumber. Sheesh. That's that's a solid top five right there. Yeah. Uh me, scientists and engineers. Uh don't let the devil. And Rich. 
Exit Nine. No, Exit Nine, and then Enrich, and then uh, Down by Law. That's my top five. All right, all right, all right. Um, I don't I have any critiques right now, to be quite honest with you. I really do not. Because the one critique I thought I was going to have, I definitely didn't, which was about the features. I talked about that earlier. Um, mm. What about you? Uh, critiques. I do like that he brought the uh, three verse songs back. I will say that. <laughs> He's a person that he has the ability to do that, yeah. So he he definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, critiques. I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Um, I think it didn't it didn't overstay its welcome. I like most of the songs here. Uh, not a lot of filler. Yeah. I think every song had its own personality. Everything was brought up in a, a really cool way. I think this really showed his personality, his personal experiences in his past, um, who he is as a person. So I just. I don't really think I have anything native to say. Maybe I'll find something if I listen to it a couple more times. But as of right now, I'm I'm rocking with it, bro. So we good. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, honestly, right now, I'm so I'm still so stunned by how good this is that I can't even like talk about anything that might even be wrong. So who knows? Check back up with us on the media recap. Maybe we'll see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's definitely going to be on both of our lists. So we'll we'll probably uh, tap back in with it and be like, "Oh, I found this is a problem with it," or "I didn't find anything a problem with this." So we'll we'll see when we see when we uh re-record that. Um, but yeah, overall, overall in terms of ratings, man, I'm just giving this a straight up nine. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, eight and eight and a half <laughs> to like that nine range, not nine point nine point three at most. But yeah, we yeah. Very good. Mike, thank, thank you. Thank you. I, I thank you. Good looks, bro. Um, I think the same way how your last solo album uh is a certified classic now, I think that this has the potential to be one. Uh I think that this has the potential to be one. Speaking of classics though. We're going to take it back a little while. We're going to take it back five years. You feel me? You feel me? We're going to take it back 2018 on y'all. And me and Alex decided we're going to do some little fun. So I was telling you guys earlier in the episode about how it was the five-year anniversary of Redemption by J-Rock. And that got me thinking about how dope 2018 was or whatever when I was re-listening to the album. And I was like, hey, yo, you want to do a 2018 album draft? And he was like, bet that. We lit. Yeah, so. That's why I was listening to a bunch of stuff in 2018. I had to refresh my palate with that that year. So, uh, why, why don't you go uh, tell the folks how we're gonna run through this draft? All right, bet. So, any album from 2018 is for fair game. Stefan, we're gonna have a seven drafts pick for each of us. Uh, yeah, seven draft picks for each of us, and then we're gonna try and run down and see who has the best. Uh, lineup for albums that came out in the year of 2018 because those that's five years from now. Well, five years prior from now, so we're, these are going to be considered classics now. So we're gonna we're gonna go through these classic albums and see who has the best list out of the draft. So exactly. I'm excited to get redemption for my last draft because my last draft was shit, and I am ready to get redemption. <laughs> Every pick on here gotta be considered a classic, and one thing that uh. Alex forgot to say is that we are going to clip this part of the pod and we are going to post this up on the IG so that way y'all can decide who had the better draft class between me and Alex. So, you know what, man? Do you want to flip a coin for, uh, do you want to flip a coin? 
first sure. pick. Gets first pick. Yeah, sure. I'm fine with that. I, uh, let me do this with the camera point. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get this. You gotta get hey, flip a coin. Heads. Tails. Flip a. Oh my god. Flip a coin. It's heads. You got it. We going into this now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know what your first pick going to be. So go ahead. Do you? Yeah. What's my first pick? Astro World. Wrong. My first what? pick from the 20, 2018 draft for Open My Conversations is Kids See Ghosts. We're going down that route, bro. Let's fucking go. I'm so excited okay, I got I'm first right. pick, bro, because I needed that. I needed that pick so badly. Now, bro, I'm in full control right now. I'm in full control. I bet that, bet that, bet that, bet that. If that's where we're going, uh, if you got, if you're gonna take Kitsy Ghost, then you definitely just, you definitely just hurt my roster. I'm not gonna lie. Give me Astro World. Fuck. Uh, I'll, I'll take Astro World just because I know that was gonna be somewhere on your list. Uh, we both starting off with hurting each other's list, bro. I like this. We're good. We're good. All right, so right now you got Kid Sea Ghosts. I got Astro World. Go ahead. What's your second pick? Second pick. We going crazy right now. We going crazy right now. I got the Black Panther album, bro. Oh my god. 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 I despise you. All right. Let's go. Let's go. This is great. This is great. This is great. You got the Black Panther album. This is very, very hard to. This is very, very hard to compete with. You know, it's literally a TDE joint album. Like, let's see who oh my god what do we got what do we got give me this might be an odd pick but whatever bro give it to me give me everything is loved by the carvers that's okay 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 i was looking over that one that was in my reserves i can't even cap so you hmm we we, we definitely it's, on the same page here come on bro you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. <sighs> okay, so that's two picks for each of us. With my yeah, third pick. Third pick. Hmm. Damn, this is where it gets tricky though. Cause I wanna I don't oh Give me Tana Talk three, bruh. Ooh, I, I, I. Classic, classic, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, here's the thing. I'm trying to figure out. Do I want to play? Do I want to play to the masses, or do I want to play to me right now? This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, I was thinking that as well because I was like, do I really want this to be like the best albums from that year, or do I just like my favorites? So I was, I'm going with my favorites personally. So. Alright, this one gonna be. This one gonna. This one gonna be for me. My God, God, give me swimming. Got you. Give me yeah. swimming. I gotta, that, I, I gotta, I gotta take, take Mac. I gotta take Mac. I was expecting that. If I if I got swimming, because I was gonna draft swimming next, I can't even cap because I was like, I know he's gonna take take that shit. So I I will give you that. That does hurt my list a little bit, but we good. We can we can recover. We can recover. Are you gonna recover? Yeah, because I'm going to draft taboo. I just fired you. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> <you. laughs> yeah. 
Oh, oh my god, god, I despise you so much right now. Hey, bro, no. I'm getting my lick back, nigga. I'm getting my lick back. Hey, wait, wait, wait. So you want to do? But, but that. Um, give me KOD. Okay, 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 okay. okay. So when you say that four, where's all the census? Census semi halftime. You say that four picks each. Uh, I got Astro World. I got Everything Is Love by the Carters. I got Swimming by Mac Miller, and I got KOD by J Cole. Who you got? I have Kitsy Ghost. I have the Black Panther album. I have Tana Talk Three, and I have Taboo. Uh, uh it's on you, I think. Yeah, this is good, bruh. Um, I'm gonna appeal to the masses real quick. This isn't one of like my favorite albums from that year, but I do respect it a lot. I'm going to draft Goodbye and Good Riddance. It's Damn, I'm fucking this nigga list up! <laughs> Let's go! Alright, so you got the juice fans. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, I'm feeling strong right now, bro. I'm feeling good. Let's strong, alright. Um... Screw it. I'm going for me. Give me DiCaprio too. Respectable. Respectable. I, I I don't even give a fuck because like that's that's before I even like Jid. But I was like he's he's gonna take DiCaprio too. So I'm not even gonna write that down. <laughs> no no no. Oh, go ahead. You. I'm gonna let you. What, what's your six pick? Six. There's so much I could pick, bro. Oh my god. There, cause 2018 was such a good year for music. Oh my goodness. It was. There's so, bro. Hold on. Let me think. Cause it's getting hard now, bro. Hmm. I'm trying to think. The thing is that I know my last two picks. It's the honorable mention that's that's throwing me, bro. Oh, we're getting an honorable mention too. Yeah. Okay. Because there's so much that came out that year, we have to. Yes, okay. Uh, for my sixth pick... Uh... Fuck, we about to get depressed, bro. I'm going some rap songs from Earl Sweatshirt. Oh my god, I can't stand you. Um, that wasn't in my list at all, but it's the fact that you really chose that. Give me... Screw it. Give me Daytona by Pusha C. Fuck. I don't know, bruh. That shouldn't have gone that late in the draft. Fuck. I fuck. I could damn. <laughs> uh, fuck. Dang. That kind of just pissed me off. That's fine. All right. So seventh pick. <laughs> Seventh pick, uh, last, last and final, final pick, pick, my boy. Last and final pick, man. Give me the Carter Five. <laughs> okay, okay, respectable, respectable. Thank you, thank you. Thank um, you. last and final pick, the last Playboy Cardi album I actually kind of liked. Give me Dilate. That's a. That's fine. I'm fine with you having Dilit. I'm fine with that. That is Cardi's best I'm project. Vamp- I'm not. I'm not a vamp at all, but I do want to appeal to the masses just a little bit. 
<laughs> Let's get these votes. Let's yeah. get these votes. Yeah, you. I like, dude. Okay. I I really like my list. Hold on. I'm about to say this. Now that we now that we went through all seven rounds, let's 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 run it down real quick. Give give me your seven. Okay. I dude, I actually really like my draft. Hold on. I have Kidsy Ghost, the Black Panther album, Tana Talk Three, Taboo, Goodbye and Good Riddance, some rap songs, and Carter Five. I have Astro World, Everything Is Love by the Carters, Swimming by Mac Miller, KOD by J. Cole. DiCaprio 2 by J.I.D., Daytona by Pusha T, and Dial It by Playboy Cardi. Shout out to all my vamps. Yo, this is gonna be, this is, I feel like this is even as fuck, bruh. It is. This is, I really like, dang. Okay, so what's our, uh, how many, uh, honorable mentions are we getting? Just one? I'm just gonna do the one. Give me Care For Me as my honorable mention. Respectable. I will take an album that I'll be getting into a lot this year. Teflon Funk, The Free Tape by Fat John. That is a sleeper pick from that year. And I will not stop recommending that joint because I just, like I said, I got just got hip to it this year. But it is a great beat tape, and I really enjoy that joint. So I will have that as my honorable mention. I bet, 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 bet. So, so yeah, yeah, like, like I, I said, said, we gonna clip this. Uh, we gonna clip the last. No, no, no. Let's do one last rundown real quick, just so we can give you something easy to clip and we can post on uh the IG. Yeah. So again, my draft class. For the 2018 classic album draft that we got over here at OMC, we got Astro World on my end. Everything is Love by the Carters, Swimming by Mac Miller, KOD by J Cole, DiCaprio 2 by JID, Daytona by Pusha T, and Die Lit by Playboy Cardi. And with uh, Saba's Care for Me as an honorable mention. Nice, nice, nice. And from my 2018 draft class, I have Kids See Ghosts, The Black Panther Album, Tana Talk Three, Taboo. Goodbye and Good Riddance, some rap songs, The Carter Five, and Teflon Funk, The Free Tape, as my honorable mention. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah, man. That was, that was a lot better than the last one. Oh, my goodness. Like, I, I we definitely both brought the energy, bro, so that was good. For sure, for sure. So I definitely was considering grabbing I am over I was, and I was definitely considering grabbing championships. I was thinking championships. I was good off of. I was thinking about I am I was. I am greater than I was. But uh, yeah, I was also thinking about getting Ye. I was thinking about getting uh, redemption. But you got that, so I was like, damn. Um, I'm not gonna cap you getting Daytona. That kind of pissed me off because I really could have had that jump. I thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna take it earlier in the draft, so I I didn't even write it down because I was like, okay, he's gonna draft Daytona like either second or third, so he, that's gonna be him. But when we we got, damn, we got down to like six, bro, and I I completely forgot about that jump. So I think I, I was think definitely you got gonna take victory. victory. I was definitely, I was definitely gonna, gonna take victory lap. lap. I was oh, one of the ones I was definitely, definitely thinking about. I was like, oh, let me just do. I was like, ah, oh, victory lap. But then I saw, I was like, let me make sure I get some that might secure their votes. Yeah, uh, but there was so much that so much good that came from that year, but oh my goodness. And then I was definitely considering drafting uh Drip Harder, but you know, speaking of which, let's get into this boy Gunna, our last little review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never got. What uh, what what other way? What what other way we gonna end up the season two finale and talk about this new Gunna album, bro? Yeah, it, that is that is a good closing review. I like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get right into it. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Give me your initial thoughts. First thought when I looked at this project, this cover is ass. Um, <laughs> it's so crazy because, like, Gunna's projects, his project covers, they just, they always stand out because I just don't feel like they, they hit, like, they think he, they, they, they don't hit like they think he, wow, English is a hard language. They don't hit like he thinks he does. Yeah, exactly. Words are hard. Yeah, words are very hard. But, like, I just feel like this cover is just, like, it's decent fan art at best. But, like, as an album cover, I was like, okay, bro. Uh, okay, well, just, 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 let's just get into the music for real. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, initial thoughts. Every time he looked at the album, he was like, I don't want to look at this. Yeah, no, bro. Literally, I was just like, okay, this, it literally just looks like some fan art that he put off, pulled off Instagram and was like, okay, this is my album cover now. But, um, yeah, I thought this was a really cool return from Gunna. Uh, I like the subject matter he was talking about. Um, I do think he that, towards the that he had something to say after everything that went down. Yeah, I knew this nigga was gonna be talking for real. So I, he he was talking. He was he was definitely talking. Um, I think overall, that, I melodies, think, harmony, like this man said, melodies, harmonies. Forget all that. We are rapping. We are rapping. The, the no, the harmonies were still there, bro. The harmonies were still there towards the back end. They were. And I do feel like yeah. the back end kind of like slipped off for me. I kind of feel like I lost focus towards the back half, but like that front half. Oh, definitely. And just like the core of what he was saying, I feel like was pretty good. So we're we're good. We're good with this, Joe. Those yeah, are my initial thoughts. Up until, up until P Angels, Angels like I was I was locked in up until P Angels. Uh, Go Crazy, I kind of fell off, and Born Rich, I kind of fell crazy. Bread and Butter, because I heard it before uh, when he dropped it last week. I was like, all right, cool. He got me back. Uh, but then the last three tracks, I was like, all right, I'm just kind of zoned out. Yeah. I think uh, right after P. Andrews is when I sm- I, uh, I zoned out on uh, Born Rich is when I think I just started to lose interest, and then it just kind of went downhill from there. All right, cool. So we both kind of zoned out at the same time. Yeah, ar- around that same time, yeah. But no, uh, uh Rodeo Drive, I messed with Heavy, Back to the Moon, I liked, Back at It, I really liked it, but Payback, I liked, uh, mm-hmm. those, those are some heavy hitters, and again, I really liked the fact that he was like, I'm gonna talk, like, my plan was, like, he really had a point to stay, but then it felt like his point also ran out. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is literally the perfect way to describe it, he had a point to make, and then he kind of ran out of it, and then he kind of just started talking about some generic shit about, like, fucking bitches and popping perks, and doing whippets and shit like that so it was just kind of like okay uh yeah he did he just ran out of the point <laughs> and the thing is that, like usually like with the gunner project like his production will be like top tier and it'll at least be something uh this wasn't that uh the production kind of took a backseat for uh which is cool when you have something to say but again during that calf when there's really nothing going on. I'm like, oh, all right, I guess. Sure. Literally. Cool. Literally. Um, I think he started off very strong. Uh, I do think that he could have combined Back At It and Back to the Moon into one track because Back yeah. At It is a great intro. Uh, I feel like he was back on his shit talking about his influence, he, the influence that he's had over the culture and how he's kind of like felt like he's been stabbed in the back after the trial and stuff like that. Um... He touched on a little bit how he shouldn't be in jail. Like he should be writing verses, being out in the in the uh, in the streets, shit like that. So that was cool. Yeah. But then on back to the moon, 
I feel like it was just like a part two of that. And he was like, still talking about how people considered him a rat and how, uh, he's not that. And, um, I just feel like he could have like kind of combined those two tracks into one and like had that just be like a great intro instead of just having like two good ones back to back. So, um, yeah. Uh, I find it very funny how uh, everyone was looking to see what he said about the trial and everything afterwards. Uh, and like, yeah, we got uh, the lines on bread and butter. But during that ba- during that front half, he's just like, free slime. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, he was still talking about that shit. He was, he, he waited to the very end, the last track to say uh, YSL when I was like, ooh, I, I see that move. I see that move. But then, yeah, on bread yeah. and butter, he was still talking about free thug and shit like that. So, Oh man, <clears throat> but no, I really um again, I, I think I messed with his delivery and the actual like what he was actually saying more than typically what I messed with from Gundam, which is mostly just like the production and everything, which is kind of surprising. Um, I was very surprised with how much I liked the front half for real, for real. Yeah. Because usually again, I'm I'm usually not the biggest Gundam fan. It's more so like he's just kind of there and he's a good listen to it, and and like it's it's cool if I want to like zone out. But, yeah, that, that's literally um, what he makes music for, bro. Yeah. But, um, overall, though, I think this was a really cool... I think this was cool. I think he got his point across. There, there really isn't much I have to say on this, to be quite honest with you. Like, he got his point across. I'm really interested to see how he decides to promote this, and I think the fact that he had no features on this was a great 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 move yeah it it played into the album a lot more and it was just like his story to tell and his experience uh from moving forward from uh this whole trial thing the ysl uh situation so i think having no features on this joint was a really cool especially since he kind of he held the project he held his own on the project even though he both said that he kind (laughs) of fell off to the towards the back half he still he still held his own for a, a good like 45 minutes bro so that was pretty cool yeah that's the thing, bro. Like, this is a 45, 45 minutes. There's definitely some things that could have been cut for sure. Yeah, there's right. definitely some things that could have been cut easily. Yeah, for sure. I don't know no more could have been cut. Easy. Uh, yeah, that was the first one I was going to start cut. with. That could have been cut. More could have been cut. Uh, Tanjo back could have been cut. All right, it was a cool little exit, but I was just thinking could have been cut. Like. There, there, there was some filler. Turned your back could have been cut. Uh, I was thinking could have been cut. Go crazy could have been cut. Uh, yeah, like you said, I don't know. No more could have been cut. Uh, yeah. But um, payback I think is my favorite song. Um, I feel like Gunn was actually talking about his experience after the YSL situation and like the events that like transpired were like real. You could like tell what he was talking about on this shit. Like these were like shit that that's <clears throat> you can tell about the events that these were actual events that happened that he experienced after that uh that whole thing went down. So that was cool. I feel like that was his most introspective uh track on there. Um The beat switch between Fuck You Mean and Rodeo Drive, bruh. That was pretty cool. That was a nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that joint was fire, bro. Nice. I like that joke. Nah, it was like, um, oh my god. The way, not, the way how I reacted when I heard the first time, it's like, uh, what the little turtle from Find Me will say, gnarly, dude. Gnarly. <laughs> gnarly, dude. Yeah, that joke. That it was smooth, too. I was like, oh, that was cool. That was cool. 
Because like I knew the song switch, but I was like, oh, that was that, that was cool. That was cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, um, bottom. Bottom was cool. I thought he got. I thought he was really gonna get back into his uh dripper John two bag, but then like same. I just the beat was there, and I feel like he could have approached it differently. But his verse was still cool. I just think the beat was a lot better, and I think he could have just. He could have went about it in a different way, and it would have been a better song. But his verse was still cool, and the beat was really good. So, yeah, it's one of the few standouts on the. That's one of the few standouts on this project where the production is better than the action. Where the production was better than him, for sure, for sure. But overall, man, like again, you did what you had to do, Gunna. I'm not even looking at this as like a typical album because you had so much piled up on top of you. Yeah, like look, bro. I kind of agree. I, I saw this on Twitter today, and I kind of agree. This man wrapped himself out of the snitch allegations. Like, yeah, like this is definitely a project where he handled the situation as best as he could, talking about like what he had to uh, experience, what he went through with this trial, and just like addressing it because he 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 had to address it because like you can't just yeah. like not go through a whole fucking trial where you like had everyone calling you a rat for your man's and your entire label is like trying to drop you and shit like that and just. Pretend, oh, I'm just gonna make an album like nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? Like he had to touch on it, and I feel like he he touched on it as much as he could. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if he beat the allegations. I just think people are gonna stop caring as much now that he's actually like back making music. You know? So oh, I think people stopped caring a while ago. The amount of times where as soon as this album was released, the amount of text I got or the amount of texts or things I saw on my timeline said, "Hey, he ain't right on me." <laughs> like, literally, bro. bro. That's what niggas have to look at it, I bro. It's like, this has nothing to do fuck, fucking do with you, bro. Also, y'all are civilians. Y'all are not gangsters. Y'all are not, y'all are, like, please. Remember, y'all are civilians. Literally, bro. Like, I can take, I, I remember that I am a civilian. No, I am not in that life. Yeah, I, furthest thing from that life, bro. Furthest thing. The library. I am a, I am a proud civilian. <laughs> so, uh, nah, and then the funniest thing I saw, just real quick before we close this out, the funniest thing I saw on Twitter today was, uh, you, do you remember the little Mitsubishi, uh, rats, the little Mitsubishi rats in the car commercial? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was Chia. Uh, someone said, that's me and my man's listening to this new guy. Hey, chill, nah. <laughs> Those commercials were so weird, bro, because they had nothing to do with car sales, but like it worked. And I, I, every, everyone remembers those freaking rats, bro, because they was. I think it was like the Kia, I think it was the Kia rats or whatever. They would get up in the car and they would just be so weird. Yeah, I think it was for the Kia Soul or something like that. But they, they, they made everyone remembers those commercials, so they they did their job properly. Absolutely, but nah, bro. Oh my god. Let's get into uh. We already talked about our critiques, so I'm not even gonna ask that again because we literally talked about it already. But yeah. where are you rating this? Because honestly, me, I'm giving this a cool six. I was gonna Last. say six, yeah, like yeah, like it got the job done for what he had to do for his career. But I do think uh he kind of not that he phoned it in, but it's nothing that we knew Gunna couldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is a standard Gunna album, so. I'm excited, I'm excited for what he does after this, now that he's shaking this off, at least to some degree. Literally, 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 yeah. Um, What's your top five? 
Uh, is it that bland where you don't even have one, or can you actually like pick some songs out? No, no, I can do. I can pick some out. Okay. Give me Rodeo, give me Rodeo Drive. Give me Payback. Give me Back at It. Uh, give me P Angels actually. That's mm. true. Give me Bread and Butter. Yeah, Bread, bread yeah, and Butter was a really cool butter. single for this, Joe. I really like that. Yeah, I like the fact that was the one single that he did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought the smoke detector beep on P Angels was weird as fuck. It was, but it's one of those things where it's like, um, it's one of those things that kind of blended for me. I don't know. It de- it definitely like blended in with the track, and like you know, like that that track for that. But it just I I, I wouldn't have gone with that decision myself. But it, it definitely played into the beat for sure. Yeah. Um, top five for me. Give me payback. Give me bread and butter. Give me rodeo drive. Give me back at it, and then bottom. All right. I respect that. I respect that. That's, that's, all right. That's kind of lit. Thank you. Thank you. Real quick. I know that we said that we were going to close this off here, but I do want to talk about Made in America real quick because we are in festival season uh, right now. So Made in America's lineup just got announced for 2023. It's going to be Saturday, September 2nd and Sunday, September 3rd. Uh Let's break, break down, down the lineup, lineup real quick. Right now, Alex, I know that I will be loving this lineup, but I had to talk about this with you because I have no idea of what you're gonna. I have no no idea. I'm looking at this joke and I'm kind of I'm kind of confused at what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So let's break down some of let's let's break down some of the acts real quick. Uh, we got SZA and Lizzo uh being the headliners for both nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Scissor's the headliner for Saturday and Lizzo's the headliner for Sunday. Um, oh my God, what else do we have? There's have Miguel, those? there's Thames, there's Metro Boogan, Ice Spice. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like myself personally, I will try and be in attendance. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna try and be in attendance at Made in America this year. How much is I want to go last year. How much is it? But, oh, I have not. I don't think the. I think the ticket just dropped. Like, oh, the ticket dropped two days ago. I have to go check. I will double check and see. Uh, I have no idea, but just know if I got the bread, I'm gonna give up the bread and I'm gonna take that drive to dollars. <laughs> Wait, how much? Two hundred dollars with a forty-one dollar fee, dude. All right, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll live stream. Maybe I'll watch a live stream. Bro, whoa, they have $750 tickets, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Two-day VIP early bird tickets, bro. Oh, almost $800. Over $800. This is a fee with it. Bro, what the fuck are these fees? <laughs> bro, they have a $750 ticket, and then there's an $85 fee attached to it. What the hell? Hey, man, they got to pay these artists somehow. Nigga, bro, they ain't getting my money, that's for sure. What the hell? No, okay, so I might like just be right there with you watching the live stream, but I do want to talk about this lineup real quick. Because um the fact that we got Miguel, Thames, Metro Boomin, Ice Spice, Coyle Ray, Lotto, Lil Yachty, Dochi, Lola Brook, Coco Jones, Paris, Texas, Tia Corinne, Eam Triplin. The fact that Eam Triplin keeps being on these uh, festival stages, 
even especially after uh, that video of him went viral at ro- at one Rolling Loud performing in front of like 15 people. Yeah, yeah, I find yeah. it to be very encouraging. The fact that he's able to bounce back and still get on these stages. That's humble beginnings, bro. Because I remember that when that tweet first came out, he was like, I'm performing in front of 13 people. Let's see where we go from here. And he's still putting on shows, bro. So that's really cool. Hey, shout out to FloJ. Shout out to FloJ. FloJ, FloJ. Bro, I've been watching her since the rap game, and I still have no idea how to pronounce her name. But shout out to her, because she is literally, bro, she is living life because uh, LSU champion and you're signed to Rock Nation, you, you win. You're, you're winning life. You literally, you, that's perfect, bro. Also, I am very, very interested to see how this joint set with Mason Cameron goes. Yeah. Very, very interested. That's going to be fun. Um... But yeah, man, overall, uh, for me in America Fest, uh, now that I know the prices, I might have to, uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, but they will not be seeing me. I will, I will stand behind that. <laughs> I'm very interested to see, uh, how Lil Yachty, cause he starts tour soon. I'm very interested to see how Lil Yachty performs his new albums that are so different from the rest of his discography. I think he's gonna have uh, a field day with this uh, performance, bro. I think he's gonna have a really good performance with this new album. I'm excited to see like how he goes about it. Same. Uh, Paris, Texas. I've been very interested in seeing uh, live after hearing a couple of their tracks last week. Uh, so I was very intrigued and very happy to see them uh, on this lineup. Coco Jones. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the fact that Coco. Oh, Coco. First off, your mic stays on. Oh, she sings. She is singing, singing. And the fact that Coco is Hillary on Bel Air, her out, her her single ICU like just went gold. Like she's having, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's having an amazing, amazing year. Going from Let It Shine to this, like it's insane. The transformation is wild. Yeah, man. To see these people grow just as human beings and just have different points in their career is crazy. And then I got a shout out to my fellow Africans. You feel me, Thames? I was Thames. yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what Thames does, bro. That's tough. Come on, Thames. Uh, also, Metro. Metro. Like, what you? What? So I wanted to see clips from his set at Govball last weekend because I was like, is Metro like I've seen Metro DJ before, but like. How is he gonna like keep up the energy for a whole set? So I'm just excited. So I need to go and see. I wanna. I really wanna see that. Like I wanna see like either him or a Kenny Beats or like someone who's like a traditional like real like DJ like do they jump live for real for real? Cause I've yet to go to a show like that. He's definitely gonna have to bring some niggas out for some. I think he's gonna bring Future out for sure. Uh, Bro, the fact that uh, everything, the biggest critique I saw from his Govball set was the fact that everyone was mad that he wasn't, that he didn't bring people out. So hopefully, I don't know, he takes it. Oh, he didn't bring anyone out for a Govball? No, he didn't bring anyone out for Govball, apparently. That's from what I heard. Damn. Mm. I guess he's just trying to hold his own because he is Metro Boomin and these are his songs, so. Yeah. Shout out to Dochi. I know that she's going to kill it because from what I saw from her set at Coachella, oh my god, that set design was beautiful mm. and then look man i gotta catch this when she comes back to the states either at the baltimore show or i gotta drive to philly and, and do this bruh every clip i see this is a performing bruh i just feel like jesus christ bruh you this 
this woman is just so much woman, bro. It's, just, it's too much for my eyes. Like, I just, I can't handle it. Like, my, my, my eyes can't comprehend what I'm looking at. And it's just like, bro, I, it, oh my goodness. <laughs> Me and I was going to the SOS tour. That's fucking No, when she hit that split on the freaking, that Instagram clip you sent me, bro. Yeah. Bro. Damn, man. Nah, bro. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna try to see if there's still tickets uh for the Baltimore stop because I wanna. <laughs> I need to like not even on some like oh like she bad, but on some like I really just want to hear SOS live. Like I want to hear smoking all my ex back live, for sure. Yeah, and then a lot of who I'm a huge fan of is performing at Man in America uh this year. I'm gonna go see her at Rolling Loud. But I know she's gonna kill it because I've seen her kill these festival stages like crazy. Uh, also, I will say this. I will say this again before we close this out and before we uh, end season two. If there's one thing y'all going, if there's one thing y'all gonna know before we go into this hiatus, just know. Put it on the floor. Put it on the floor. <laughs> Song of the summer. That's how we going out, bro. That's how we going. That's how I'm going out. That's <laughs> awesome. me out of plastic. I've been acting brand new. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Go ahead and wrap it up for me, bro. Like, please, yeah, 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 before yeah, yeah, I say stupid. So so much for supporting us and being with us for two seasons of open mic conversations we love doing this podcast two, one, two. two seasons right and we're heading into our third season coming in july we don't know exactly when in july but we will be back with more content better content more visuals just up- upgrades are happening people so we are we are very thankful and very just just grateful that you guys have been rocking with us for two seasons. It's been over a year now, bro. So we are just, it's, it's been, it's been a great ride. Um, like I said, thank you so much. We really can't say thank you enough. Um, we're hoping for a really good season three. Uh, this has been yes, Joy sir. Morales. Yo, it's your boy Steph. Uh, thank you for rocking with us for the past two seasons. You feel me? So if you are listening, if you've even listened once, honestly, I wish you more peace, more blessings, more life, more prosperity uh, to you and yours. I hope you all have a safe and amazing uh, day. And I hope that y'all stay with us as we go throughout this hiatus and as we prep for season three, because we here, baby. We here. That's all I'm going to say. OMC, baby. We here. Uh, lots of changes coming. Lots of additions coming. <clears throat> We still finalizing everything. Just know our mid-year recap is coming, uh, even if it's not a part of the start of season three. Even if we gotta do it as a little thing that's supposed on the IG, we gonna get it done for y'all. So yeah. But with that being said, brother, I wish you all an amazing, amazing night, and I hope you all have a great, great time throughout this hiatus. And we'll see y'all in July, baby. Let's let's get on this break. Yeah. <laughs> Not for real, bro. I am ready for this break, but yeah. Thank y'all so much, and we'll see y'all in season three. Peace. Got the threes up. Throw the threes up. Throw the threes up. We throw the threes up. Oh, bro. We in season three now, bro. That's crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> right. So, y'all, stay safe, gang. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. Dude, we fucking did it. We fucking did it. Oh, man. my God. Nigga, turn the light off, bro. <laughs>
I'll be so quick to turn off this ring light. Um, 